All right, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. It is, again, just me and Jada. I feel like we've had a lot of these lately. I do, too. <laughs> you know, but they usually go fairly well. Yeah, yeah. It's I just, mean, it turns into rambling, but it's fine. Well, yeah, but it's always turned into rambling with us, so, you know, there's that. So we're going to continue talking about vehicle security, and uh, today talking more about, like, breakdowns and different things like that. All right, so J- Jada, what you drinking over there, Jada? <laughs> As the intro plays, I look over and Jada's just like got her uh, mug there. Turn. So, so what you drinking there, Jada? Blackout coffee. What kind? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the espresso one. What is oh. the full name of that one? So that would be pitch black espresso then. Ooh, pitch black espresso from yeah. Blackout Coffee. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is very good stuff. I know. We're shields for blackout coffee. And that's mm-hmm. cool. Head over to impactgear.live slash coffee. You'll see why we keep drinking because it is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. If you want to find out why we keep drinking, go to blackout coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe that was worded a little wrong, but it's okay. Uh, so anyway, I think it's time for a new story, right? I believe so. Unfortunately, it's a little bit hard to always find themed news stories around our topic, but it's okay. At least they're entertaining pretty much. As long as they're entertaining. You know, I feel like, though, when we were doing home defense, you know, we couldn't find a home defense story to save our lives. And now that we're doing vehicle security stuff, all we're finding is... Yeah, I found a website full of home defense stories. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's usually the way that works out. All right. Anyway. Go yeah. ahead. Our, I our mean, you could Google it yourself, but why would you when you can you know, hear it on a podcast? Anyway, all right. Once again, it doesn't. It's, it's a personal story, so it doesn't have a whole lot of background information. That's it fine. says, "My mom had recently been making a lot of brownies. On this day, she made a particular batch that was greater than any of the brownies she had made before. We ate a few, but for some reason, we didn't finish them, and we left them out on the kitchen stove." My mom, my sister, and I all went to sleep later that night while my dad was out at a meeting. My mom, knowing my dad would be home in just a few minutes, didn't think she needed to lock the doors before she went to sleep. Now, we're all asleep, and my dad pulls into the driveway. The first thing he notices is that our garage is open, and his bike is standing outside. Then he turns and looks into the house. Standing in our kitchen is a man. My dad doesn't realize what's going on. At first, he assumes that one of his friends had come over, wanted to borrow his bike, but was waiting for him to come home so he could ask him. Then the man inside our house sprints out the back door. My dad starts to chase him, but stops. He knows we're inside, and he wants to make sure we're okay. So now, we're all gathered together downstairs, and we notice something. The intruder walked into our house, and the first thing he would have seen is the kitchen table. On the kitchen table were three wallets, all untouched. Then, we look over and see the plate of brownies completely destroyed. (laughs) The man who had broken into our house skipped straight over our valuables and went straight to the brownies. At the time, I was more disappointed by the fact that we didn't get to finish them than scared that we had kind of been robbed. Obviously, my mom and dad were pretty freaked out, and they bought us an alarm system for the house. My dad didn't sleep for a few days, but other than that, the only thing we lost were some brownies. 
It, so hopefully that alarm system will keep them from losing any more brownies. Those must have been some really good brownies, let's just say. What were the ingredients in the brownies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go there. That's okay. I went there for you. Okay. We just we just went through Christmas not that long ago. And uh, there's always like a tremendously good amount of like sweets and stuff like that. And I love Oh, yeah. So usually the houses smell like cookies and food. and Every year. And I, I guess she's probably okay with me telling this on the podcast. Every year, Gentry gets together with some friends, makes this huge, all these cookies, and they give these huge the platters of cookies. of butter. Well, we're not going to talk about that. The, but they get these huge platters of cookies to friends and stuff. And Julie and Kylie and I always get a big platter of these cookies every year. And, man, we destroy those things so fast. It is just like... And actually, this year, we had left. The school was headed home. And Julie goes, oh, my gosh, the cookies. So we had to turn around and come back and get the cookies. <laughs> I can see, you know, some some sweets could be break-in worthy, you know, maybe. <laughs> not, I'm not driving, saying it's a good idea. He was just walking past, and then all of a sudden, he's like, what is that smell? <laughs> so I think I will break into this. No, I don't. Ooh, <laughs> looks in a window, sees the stove. Look at that. <laughs> They seem to be asleep. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Just strolls in the house. It's just, you know, like the cartoons, like floating on the smell of something. Yeah, oh yeah. He just kind of, he didn't break it. He just floated into the house on the scent line. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Straight out of Looney Tunes. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just out of curiosity. You, you're full of... So uh, how many cups of coffee have you had today? Two. Just two? Okay. Just curious. Mm-hmm. It's just that espresso thing going. I think I just feel alive. Oh, that's good. That doesn't happen very often. But like, you know, I have had several cups of black coffee, or not black coffee, blackout coffee every day for several days. So, you know, it's just a Yeah, mind it's that resource. constant buildup. I feel mm-hmm. like I've been doing a whole lot better. I've got Magic Mind in the morning. I've got blackout coffee in the evening. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I never stop drinking coffee, but I have magic mind first thing in the morning, and then second, I have a cup of coffee, so that's not changed. I love my coffee. And between all that, I feel like a completely brand new person. (laughs) Well, good for you. Yeah. Oh, we got to... Okay, so we are going to get right into this today. We're going to look at the possibility of like breakdowns and stuff like that when you're yeah, on the so when you're Oh, so when you're experiencing a mental breakdown. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> vehicle breakdown. We're on vehicle security. Okay. Experiencing a mental breakdown on the highway. Uh, yeah, those happen. And I think that's called road rage. And we're going to do that in a later podcast, depending on like some guests and different things. I don't know exactly what We should have my husband up. as a guest. Does he have road rage? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't turn into rage. He just, I love him. <laughs> Frustration? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because uh, drivers be dumb. That is the truth. Well, the bad thing is, is, you know, we're drivers. We're not dumb, though. <laughs> I'm sure they don't think they are either. <laughs> no, I, th- I think anybody is completely capable of doing something dumb in a moment. And yes. if you disagree with that... You are probably just a dumb driver all the time. Yeah, no, um, I completely recognize that my issues with driving, I work very hard to follow like all of the rules of the road and everything, you know, like I won't drive more than five miles per hour above the speed limit, which, you know, puts me on some, some people's bad sides, you know, but it's just a, it's a personal thing. I don't like having to be the person who has to slam on the brakes when they pass a cop, you know? Yeah, I get get that. But Um, I mean, technically speaking, 
you're not really obeying the rules of the road. No, if you're- but I also don't like getting run over or tailgated. No, I understand. So you have to be willing to come a little bit above the speed limit. There, there are those days where I'm going like, why are you going the speed limit? So I understand completely. So Yeah, but I'm also not the person who gets mad whenever they get behind someone who is doing exactly the oh, speed limit. I guess limit. I just like shared that I was. No, anyway. I'm, I'm not just because I'm over here like, I can't be mad at them for following the rules. <laughs> like I'm, that's true. That's perfectly fine. Now Jay is making me feel bad. <laughs> it's but I'm just a like chronic rule follower. So, but I work very hard to follow the I rules of the road, but I still make mistakes while oh, driving, yeah. you know? And so I try to be very understanding because if I do something dumb while driving, I know for sure it wasn't on purpose and yeah. I'm usually very embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mean to. All right. So let's talk about first off breakdowns. If you experience a breakdown, first off, you want to pull over onto the shoulders as far as you can without going off into the ditch. Yes. <laughs> So get out of the way of traffic to not hinder traffic. You, also, you can work on your vehicle a lot better if it, you're not right up on the road. Yes, or halfway and the road. no one likes that feeling of being able to feel their car whoosh and shake oh. every time a vehicle passes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is one of the most nerve-wracking things because you know they were close enough that if they'd just been a couple inches further away, it yep. would have been a... We had a flat tire one time, and it was a, on the interstate. I've had multiple flat tires through the years, but I've never had... I've just had one on the interstate. It was at a place where the sh- it was not a very big shoulder at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to change the tire while also, so it's up on a jack and these transfer trucks are going by and shaking the vehicle. Oh, yeah, it's no fun. So pull over as far as you can on the shoulder, turn on your flashers, lock your doors and call for help. That is, if, if it's a situation that needs to be called for help or if you can handle the situation, then handle the situation. If you cannot, call for help. And a lot of people say move to the passenger side as well i mean it gets you further out of the way if there was a b-side swiped or something along those lines but that's not a bad idea anything you would like to and add to it's that? not a bad idea that if it's going to be something like if you walk out and you check and it's going to be something that takes a little bit longer to fix even if you know how to fix it yourself it's still a good idea that if you're close enough to somebody you know just to call them and ask them to come and be there while you do it yeah it, there's no shame in asking for some help whenever the alternative is being alone on the side of the highway at a bad time yeah. for a very long period of time yeah it's good also uh just to have a spotter yeah hey that truck lost its brakes and it's about to lose control and run into us we should probably move out of the way yeah stuff like that i've heard a lot of times where people say you should have an emergency kit emergency breakdown kit in your vehicle sometimes people go through the types of things you need to have in there sometimes they don't so we just want to make sure that we also kind of go over the things that you should have an emergency breakdown kit in your vehicle i have no idea if they still have them but there for a while my parents had getting home kits in their vehicle Mm -hmm. Like, just in case, like, something really bad happened, you Mm. know, and they needed to be able to get home without a vehicle. They Mm -hmm. had going home kits. And my mom insisted that hers include toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm pretty sure if the world ended, she would hoard all the toilet paper she could find. After 2020, I started buying it more frequently. You know, it was funny because when all that crap started, I looked around and I was like, oh, we needed to go get toilet paper no, no joke we were in need of it and we just hadn't gone and got it yet and when i stepped out i was like why is there no toilet paper out here and you know everybody was buying toilet paper like crazy mm. and people like me who's just like oh yeah i ran out <laughs> <laughs> or we were like down to our last roll so it's stupid anyway it's funny you'd think the normal flu would be what got people to buy lots of toilet paper <laughs> or stomach flu season <laughs> all right <laughs> but instead it was covid which is 
pretty much upper respiratory there for 2020 at least. Yeah. All right. Emergency breakdown kit in your vehicle. Let's not bring back memories of COVID. First aid kit. You need a first aid kit. Bumps, bruises, anything along those lines. You're working on something in your vehicle and all of a sudden you bust your knuckle. bandages. Yeah. You bust your knuckle. You're going to have blood everywhere. You need to be able to clean that up and bandage it up. Jumper cables. Super important. Yes. I am amazed at the amount of people that go around without jumper cables. Yeah. And I feel like it's becoming more and more common. To go around without them? Yeah. Yeah. And... Like, we get asked all the time in Walmart or whatever, like the Walmart parking lot. Someone goes, it's like, hey, do you have jumper cables? Yeah. Everybody knows they need them, but people don't carry them. That's the truth. But thankfully, you know, a lot of the time you're in a place where you could bum them off somebody. But sometimes you're not. Like, on the side of a highway, it's a lot harder to find somebody with jumper cables. Yeah, I know. You better have a friend you can call. Yep. Sorry, my head turned away from the mic there when I said that. (sighs) You were looking for a friend. Hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, a jack. I bought a vehicle, and I bought this vehicle back in 2016 or something like that. It was a used Jeep. We drove it around for a while. I looked at all kinds of things. I looked at the spare tire. I looked at all kinds of stuff. You know what that vehicle did not have that I did not realize for probably a year? It did not have a jack in there, and I don't know how I missed that. But like well, I had gone away. A lot of away. times now, it's like it's not something you think about as much because they're usually in an un, like not non visible compartment. And yeah, but it's funny because I went away, me and my brother and another friend. We went to go camp off a couple hours away, and I was like, you know what? If I get stuck on the side of the road with a flat tire, I want to make sure that I have like a. I hate those little jacks that come in vehicles most mm-hmm. of the time. So I had one of these floor jacks that I just threw in there because I thought it'd just make it quicker and easier. My dad used to just carry one of those in the back. No, I'm not talking about yeah suburban. Yeah, I, I do. One of the big floor, but not yes. not the really big one, but the travel ones. Oh um, no, 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 no! He put the full size one in there. Oh yeah. So anyway, we we took that out. Well, ended up because we were camping out in the middle of the woods. We were driving up in these trails. Well, we busted a tire. We got everything out. We changed the tire. It was no time because it was like three dudes. So we had this tire changed in no time and put it all back. Come to find out later. It's like, holy crap, there was no actual jack in here. If I hadn't thrown that jack in there, we'd have been so screwed. So, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, have a jack. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You guys lift. I'm going to shove it under. (laughs) I don't know if we'd have been picking up a Jeep like that. Uh, all right, uh, flashlight. I think flashlight's super important. I carry one on myself all the time. It's just the normal thing that I do, so it's not as big of a deal. You want to make sure you have an emergency kit or with you something. A blanket. Now, I especially say a blanket because I think it was last year that there was this huge breakdown, big pile up on the interstate here in North Carolina that people were stuck on the interstate for like five hours in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't been for the fact of people just being able to run their vehicle the whole time, they said people, it was so cold, people were froze to death in the amount of time that they were stuck out there and couldn't get out. Blankets are great, great ideas. Uh, those yeah, little, especially if it's like an electrical issue in your car. Yeah. If you're in an electric vehicle, too, I mean, I, I didn't even think about that. But if you're in an electric vehicle, you can't just let that thing run forever and run the heater. Or if you're almost out of gas, you can't just let that thing run forever mm-hmm. because you're going to run out of gas. You, know, you just had battery issues. Yeah, those little warning triangles, the little reflective 
little triangles that you throw out there that stand up. I feel like it would be a good idea to just keep some pocket warmers in your car, too. Yeah, that may not be a bad idea, either. Because that would be good to throw in with the blanket, Mm -hmm. you know? A fire extinguisher. I have had the actual situation of being in a vehicle. I got a a truck. Uh, It was an older truck. My father and I... Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. Of course, it was a Ford. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. But yeah, my father and I was taking something somewhere. As I pull out, my dad looks as, I think somebody's burning something around here. And then we look down and all of a sudden there's smoke rolling out of the vents inside the vehicle. It's like, oh, holy crap, the truck's on fire. <laughs> so uh, yeah, fire extinguishers, they are good things to have. At least you didn't have to worry about um, freezing to death. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. It was wintertime, so, you know. Stay nice and toasty. A phone charger. And I admit that this is something else that I have kind of fallen on the wayside of. And I don't keep phone chargers in my vehicle like I used to. I used to keep them in the vehicle all the time. I don't know why, but I just never think to have one in there anymore. Keep a charging brick that's charged. Yeah, that's also another option. Once again, if you're having an electrical issue, your phone charger doesn't do you any good. True. And another thing that I fell on immensely is non-perishable snacks and water. Number one, if water or something to drink is in Get my vehicle, I will probably, yeah, I will probably be drinking the water because I'm, I'm constantly drinking something. I'm drinking coffee. I'm drinking water. I'm drinking green tea. I'm drinking Pepsis. Something. Yeah. I feel like I'm just constantly drinking. My husband and I did that trip back in December, you know, for that airsofting event that he wanted to go to and mm-hmm. his first condition, you know, he was... It was about a week in advance. He goes, it's coming up really fast. He goes, we need to go to the store and get the beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Not just, we should get some beef jerky. It was, we need to go to the store and get the beef jerky. Yes. Like, it is assumed we are going to have jerky. (laughs) We need to have the jerky for the airsoft event. He loves beef jerky. Beef jerky is good. I think his two favorite ones are like the hot and spicy barbecue, or sweet and spicy barbecue, and then the honey barbecue. My brother has found this like Korean pork barbecue, Korean barbecue pork jerky. Holy crap, that stuff is awesome. I'll have to recommend it to him or put it in his stock. Well, put it in his stocking next year. He gets it to Costco. It's these huge freaking packs. I don't know where else he would find them. I don't, I don't know. But like, he gets me this huge pack, and I haven't eaten in no time if I don't calm down, you know, like restrain myself. Oh, no, you can just sit there and eat an entire bag of beef jerky. It doesn't matter how big the bag is. If the bag is there, you just kind of eat until it's gone. <laughs> yeah. All right, you might want to consider roadside assistance of some type, AAA, something out there. Is it bad that I can't really think of another one on the spot that's not AAA? I'm, I'm trying. But I that's get all a- of those letters from AAA. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like OnStar or something like that for certain vehicles. And yeah. there's, there's different, but there's just roadside assistance service might help. Uh, it might be a good idea, especially if you travel a lot, especially if you drive yeah. around a lot, especially if you end up in areas where you don't have family or friends around. Yeah. You know, See, that's the thing is. And don't have skills. I to, don't have um, AAA or anything like that. I ju- But I also don't really. Can you change a tire? I do know how to do that. Okay. Well, see, um, that, 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 that's one of the big things, I think, is if, like, if you don't have the skills to do it, then absolutely you need something. No, it would take me like forever. <laughs> um, but I do know how to do it. <laughs> Get your 120-pound self to turn the to brake loose. You can jump up and down on that little uh, the tire iron. And yeah, <laughs> I would probably have to use, like, the top of the car as a push-off and, like, push <laughs> up while my feet are pushing down on the iron. You know, but I mean, I could eventually do it. <laughs> but, you know, my AAA service plan is I don't generally go places that are far away from where I live. Yeah. I pretty much stay in the same area most of the time. When I do a major trip, it's usually with a lot of 
family, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah and so my multi-tools are called my br- dad and brothers <laughs> and any uncle, cousin, friend That's like, did um, you that I have nearby. That's like, did you hear the episode that you was not on with Julie that she was on? And we asked her what her home self, her self-defense, no, her home defense weapon of choice is. And she says, you. <laughs> so it's like, okay. So I'm her home defense weapon. I just have a button that says Brian on the side of the door and it pages your watch. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> it's like the bat signal. You know, it's just a. We don't live in that big of a house, Jada. <laughs> Not a bad. Brian. That's all it takes. You know. So. All right. Uh, another thing that you need to think of is beware of other people's ploys. Mm-hmm. Because it people, sounds terrible, but I am not trusting. Like I am not immediately trusting other people that um, like step onto the side of the road to see if you need help with something. And you know, I know it's and it's bad that we can't even just fully trust those people. You know, but we can't fully trust anybody nowadays. Yeah. You know, I think that's when it goes back to that, you know having training, uh, use your intuition, all of these things that we talk about in our other podcasts, mm-hmm. episodes, and stuff like that. Think about those things. Be aware. Be aware of keep like, personal how you feel. space. Even if they're there to, even if they say they're there to help, and you decide to yes. trust them, keep personal space. Yeah, and always have a like plan to be able to get to your doors or get inside and lock it. Mm-hmm. Or if you are nearby to other things like a business or something like that, have a route planned to run somewhere if you needed to. Yep. And be on the lookout for any people that you didn't realize were with them. Yes. Aside from just people offering to help and having bad intentions, there are people who fake breakdowns. You see this a lot of times. This actually is a thing that goes on. A lot Mm -hmm. of times when you see stuff in movies, it's not something that actually really happens in real life. This is one of those situations that, that happen in movies, but they actually really do happen in real life. And that is like where every- somebody stages a breakdown yeah. and then somebody else is hiding around and waiting for somebody to stop by and help them. I feel like it's a them. scene in every post-apocalyptic movie out there. Because if you think about it, if it's a post-apocalyptic kind of situation, you're driving around in a vehicle, you're probably one of the rare few. So when somebody else acts like mm. they're in trouble, uh, then <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. But another thing I is the, the book of Eli kind of thing. I don't think I've seen that one. What? No, I, no, I had no, I haven't seen that one. You have never seen book of Eli. No, you're kidding. This is something I should watch. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jade is in complete shock over here. I'm, I'm amazed you've never seen that movie. I don't watch a whole lot of movies. I really don't. That's true. I, you know, I want to, it's just like time. Yeah. yeah, that's my biggest, my biggest. I mean, you had never problem. seen John Wick until recently, and I'm the one who threw those movies yeah. at you. Yeah, thank you for that. I love those movies. Those are awesome. Yeah, well, that's just what Cody and I do, you know, whenever we're chilling at the house. Let's watch this dude murder a whole lot of people. It's the coolest Oh, thing not ever. just John, no, not watch John Wick over and over again, oh, but we do, like, watch find. Mo- okay, so you're talking about watch yeah, movies. Yeah, we chill and watch a movie. Okay, I just thought you meant this, like. Well, we're yeah. both fairly mm-hmm. introverted, and we don't feel the need to talk about a whole bunch of unnecessary things. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. It's, it's just like, hmm, do you want to watch something? And so we'll, he'll be sitting there working on his airsoft gun, and I'll be sitting there making something, and we'll just have a movie playing. <laughs> so another thing, this happens generally more to women, and that is when somebody will try to get your attention, and tell you that they have observed something about your vehicle, like, oh, there's sparks underneath the vehicle, or uh, there is smoke 
coming out of your vehicle or there is fluid pouring out of your vehicle. And sometimes that is just a ploy to get you to pull into somewhere by yourself. Yeah, just because under your vehicle has something. This is for the ladies out there, mostly. I'm sure there are some guys who don't know this either. You know, if just because there's something coming out of the bottom of your vehicle doesn't mean it's something important. Well, and especially and in the summer, like air conditioning runoff. But <laughs> sometimes, yes, yeah, true. But sometimes it is just completely made up, just trying to get you. That's to very stop. true. That and that's kind of what people are trying to warn people about. It's just like it's just trying to get people to stop. I say immediately check your gauges. Look well, at your. That's why it's important look your temperature to know. Gauge, look at your water. Uh, your, yeah. Um, your oil gauge, all that kind of stuff, and check and see if there's anything, whatever. That's why it's important to know like basic vehicle things yes. you don't have to be an expert on how to fix every problem on your vehicle but you do know, need to know um kind of the basics yep so moving on and when all else fails oh, just say on, okay thank you sorry just when all else fails say okay thank you for pointing that out yeah and then step into your vehicle and lock it <laughs> well I mean, this is and then like you talking can call about somebody that you would trust this is mainly talking about people driving down the road and somebody would roll a window down and try to get your attention and tell Wait, you things what? to get you to pull. I oh, you've not heard of this? No. No, no, no. Okay. So this would be talking about, in most cases, like this happens a lot, usually in isolated areas. I was and thinking if you're like, driving pull, like down, in a parking lot. No, no, no. And you're driving down the road, somebody will pull up beside you, roll their window down, try to get your attention, and then tell you that there's something wrong with your vehicle to get you to pull over in an isolated area and stop. That is the thing that they're talking about. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that, that's more of the idea here, is to do that. So now I'm glad you kept talking, cause so we could like fully explain this. Um, yeah, no. I, because people, yeah, it, people have done this. They'll do this to get you in an isolated area and then do whatever they're going to do after that. Hmm. Yep, that's what I'm saying. Look down at your gauges. Like, yeah. look at your temperature gauge. Look at your oil gauge. You know, check all these things. And that's if also what your warning lights are for. Normal, yes. If everything looks normal, wave them off. Drive to somewhere where there is public. There's people around. You know, don't stop in an isolated area. Guys, check out impactdefense.online. Again, uh, we talk about this a lot because, well, that is our website. You can find everything that we do over there. Our podcast is there. Uh, all of our videos are there. Our free courses are over there. Our T-shirts are there. All kinds of stuff is there that you can go on and uh, you can take advantage of. we got articles uh, over there. We have. I'm, I'm trying to do a whole lot better than I was about the articles. So we're, on, we're trying to have at least one new article a week coming out over there as well uh so yeah get on there sign up on the email so you'll know when we have upcoming courses and, and everything else is coming out um we'll try to do better about emails too because that's something i've kind of sucked at to be honest with you mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah check that out take advantage of the free courses over there if you want to support us use the link in the on the course page uh and you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month and any of that will go to help us out tremendously be sure to rate the podcast and write a review i guess we'll see you in the next one see you guys Mm -hmm.